as Facebook has shifted their mission from, hey, let's innovate quickly to how do we build healthy communities, they're actually looking at faith-based communities and wanting to replicate that mm -hmm. because they're doing such a great job. So kingdom should be attractive for practical solutions mm -hmm. to everyone everywhere. This is Equip and Engage, a podcast by Subsplash, exploring how ministry, technology, and innovation come together to equip churches around the world to engage their communities. Welcome to today's podcast. We're joined with Ryan Collins from Bethel Tech in Redding, California. We're going to have a conversation just a little bit today around uh, what's going on at Bethel Tech and what, what's happening in technology in the church overall. So excited to have Ryan joining us. Ryan, where are you from originally? Oh, man. Well, I, I was born in Southern California mm -hmm. and grew up in Oklahoma. Yeah. And uh, so I'm a Midwest guy and moved back out to California, moved back home uh, almost two years ago. Nice. Yeah. So California feels like that's that's the heartbeat. It does, man. I, I feel like California is just in my blood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I was asking you earlier and you said uh, you don't own a pair of cowboy boots. No, no, no. So, yeah, it's funny. When we moved to uh, to Redding, California, which is in Northern California, where, where Bethel Church is, uh, I joke that Redding feels more Oklahoma than Oklahoma. <laughs> so I don't own a pair of boots. I've, I've never owned a gun. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't I don't hunt and fish, but certainly uh, respect all my friends who do that. That's good. Cowboy hat. What about a cowboy hat? No cowboy hat. No man. cowboy hat. No, no, <laughs> no. nothing. No, nothing at all. Uh, yeah. What What's the thing you brought with you to California that, that best uh, best uh, makes you remember Oklahoma? Oh, my gosh. I think saying y'all. <laughs> y'all? Yeah. So you got a little twang? Yeah, I got a little twang. Yeah. And, uh, yep, so I think there's a twang that will hit. Y'all? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What What was your, your music of preference growing up? Oh, man. So, yeah, actually, it was everything here in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, I, I grew up liking music in the early 90s, so uh, all the grunge bands, Pearl right. Jam, Soundgarden, Soundgarden mm -hmm. Nirvana, Alice in Chains, so mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, this yeah. Was I had to go from I had to go through freedom later based on all of the, <laughs> right. the negativity yeah. that was yeah. coming through that. But uh, it was I, I just man, I loved it so much. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of good music that that's I got into a band when I was in junior high. Really a terrible one. Sounds like you were in a band as well. Yeah. Tell, tell us yeah. a little bit so, about your, yeah. your band. So, you were in. See, at least you did that in junior high. I did that in college <laughs> right. in Missouri. Yeah. And I think we were the, probably the worst indie okay. rock band in good. St. Louis. Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's bold then. Yeah. Good we now. were big. Radiohead fans. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. and I was the lead singer, so I, I wanted to be like Tom York, yeah. but ended up being like a cross between Eddie Vedder and the and the lead singer of Nickelback. Right. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that so, is that yeah. is not a good combo. No, it wasn't. Um, so uh, I'm, no Creed in there. No. Uh, well, well, yeah. I yeah, mean, I think that that's style, it's that right? whole spectrum. Yeah. 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 So that was it. Like kind of depressing music too, or? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, depressing in every sense of the word right. to listen to it right. um yeah we, uh, were, we weren't buttoned up and are those albums for sale today oh i hope not yeah, yeah. Can we find no, them on no Spotify? album i've really tried to like uh eliminate that footprint okay but i'm yeah, sure that's good there's some yeah some tech heads here that could probably pull that up if they really wanted to yeah that's good so you don't bring that up at bethel a lot your music history no i yeah. don't i mean yeah so <laughs> if they're ready i'll i'll, I'll right i'll get on the tour with answer the with call. brian and jen right so <laughs> yeah that might be a good next step if uh you know the bethel tech thing doesn't yeah. work out but it's going yeah. well so just tell us a little bit high level tell us what's going on at bethel tech what is bethel tech and what are you trying to accomplish there yeah so it's super exciting so bethel school of technology uh we call it bethel tech uh is the first ever faith-based 
online coding bootcamp in the world. So cool. we built this uh, in Jan- we launched it in January of 2018 with a mission to equip kingdom-minded believers with some of the most in-demand tech skills, uh, so that they could go serve companies with excellence and skill mm. and in character and uh and uh, it's just it's beyond our expectation in the first year and a half it's been beautiful that's awesome how, how many students are there now uh in total about 300 cool yeah and so we continue to expand our students are getting jobs uh, uh all over the country uh we have an 85 percent job placement rate within 120 days of graduation wow. we have an 83 percent retention rate uh and it's been amazing to see our students come into our program and their lives just be transformed not just from you know not even thinking that they could learn to be a javascript developer or a data scientist but more importantly um that they come in and they just get a full understanding of who they are in christ mm. uh and being able to take that into the workplace it's truly transformed Formative. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's one thing, you know, we're always thinking about how, how can the church be the leaders and the innovators and use, reflect the creative creativity of the creator, you know, and how can we take that step? And that's something you guys are focused on. And we yeah. love seeing that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. And um, I think that we, we have an opportunity and we've, we've had, you know, when we launched the program, uh, one of the unexpected impacts was that we ended up getting a seat at the table at some of these rather large companies in the tech space, because uh, character is such a huge narrative in Silicon Valley and really yeah. all over the world. Like, not can you do a job, but can you do it in a way that elevates our culture, um, that honors people, um, and at the very least doesn't get us on the front page of some major mm-hmm. publication because we did something that was unethical. Mm. Uh, so, you know, these kingdom core values that we um, instill into our program, uh, establishing healthy relationship and community, building a culture of honor, nobility, high level of integrity. Uh, these are all the same types of core values that companies are investing millions of dollars to improve their workplace culture. So there's a massive correlation there and and they're excited about what we're doing. They consider us, uh, whether or not they can align with our faith. Uh, they consider us the first ever values-based purpose-driven uh, coding boot camp in the world, which is really cool. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully, hopefully the impact continues to grow and is huge. Yeah. So, so with that, some of the things you're, you're seeing not only in some of these large tech companies, but also just within the church, what do you kind of see as some of the, the future avenues for tech in, in the church space? Yeah, I think the, I think what it really boils down to is expanding the walls of the church. Like mm-hmm. how do we, how do we advance the kingdom? How do we be the love of Christ to everyone everywhere? And I don't think there's never been a time in history that we can do that um, on on such a large platform. And so uh, the conversations that we're having with, let's say, Facebook, for example, um, you and I were talking about this earlier. Facebook has this huge initiative to partner with faith-based organizations. Uh, And the reason is, is that they're seeing, based on their data, uh, it's faith-based communities that have the highest level of online engagement in their community groups on Facebook, this 2.2 billion person platform. And then they're also taking a step further and seeing that that online engagement is actually uh, transitioning to offline engagement. So as Facebook has shifted their mission from, hey, let's innovate quickly to how do we build healthy communities, they're actually looking at faith-based communities and wanting to replicate that Mm -hmm. because they're doing such a great job. So kingdom should be attractive for practical solutions Mm -hmm. to everyone everywhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, one, one of the things we have, we have this theory, I don't know if I, I need to get some data behind it, but when we look at, at church engagement and uh, people engaging in, you know, becoming a disciple and trying to go along the disciple journey is, is something we like to talk a lot about. And uh, we look at that, you know, you see church attendance in the country is generally on decline, mm-hmm. right? And we see some of these stats. However, what we're seeing as a as technology company and trying to use innovation to help a church better connect to their community to make disciples. We see engagement is going through the roof, and that kind of speaks to that too with Facebook and what they're seeing is something is different here because when when it's the core heartbeat of your life, this faith and this community aspect of growing and trying to commit your life to following Jesus, it's incredible the impact that has and how that does connect. Like my, my own church, like we we have an app for example. We have 10 times as many downloads of our app as people that come on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. Right? Why is that? Or, you know, there's other churches we have that have 100 times as many downloads. People want to connect, and there is this digital community forming, you know, which kind of leads to with what you're doing at, at Bethel Tech. You know, how do you, how do you guys envision kind of trying to uh, nurture and care for the up-and-coming, you know, technologists? That's a great question. So right now, uh, it's, you know, the job market is ripe you know this and actually i think unemployment is the lowest it's been in the last 60 years and we're not in a job recession anymore we're in a talent recession so there are companies that are falling over themselves to find qualified tech uh, talent talent in the tech space and so like right now as we speak there are 500,000 open computing jobs uh and so it's an opportunity for people to um you know, learn a skill and we could upskill or reskill every technologist in the world and it still wouldn't be enough to make a dent in the demand. There needs to be an influx of new talent. So here's this perfect opportunity to get um, a high paying job starting as a junior developer, for example, that average starting salary for a junior developer is 70K. Uh, and to do so in an accelerated time, uh, you don't necessarily need a four-year degree and spend one hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on a four-year degree to get a job like this, which I wish I would have had back <laughs> when I was going through right. school. Um, but you know, you see all of the CEOs of major companies like uh, IBM and Apple and Google saying, "Hey, you don't need to have a degree to become a programmer in our organization," and the career trajectory is through the roof. So we want to cultivate that. We want to address the skills gap, but we want to do it from a standpoint that um, builds high skill, high character, so that these individuals can go into these places and and really, you know, just honor and and cultivate and elevate um, just nobility and character and integrity yeah. and elevate workplace culture. Yeah. We'd love to see that thrive, taking the taking those values that we know to be true and bringing it to technology and to the software space in particular, which which there's a lot of incredible stuff happening. I mean, you're, you're closer to Silicon Valley, right, in Reading, yeah. but there's a lot of incredible stuff happening, a lot of stuff going on here in Seattle and across the world, but we haven't yet seen as much of that influence from kingdom-minded people. Yeah, and then the other part of that is just the, the opportunity for diversity. You know, mm-hmm. so like our program, 37% of our students are female. Compare that to, uh, you know, computer science degrees overall, right. it's about 17%. Wow. And then, you know, we have a heart to help uh, empower people economically. Like doing that can establish legacy mm-hmm. and it can actually transform lives. It's awesome. And so I've been a part of that. Like I've been in online higher ed for 15 years. I had a major tech grant up in Queens, New York um, before I started Bethel Tech. And we would have single mothers come into our program in partnership with a community college there that would learn to code in 16 mm-hmm. weeks and then go and get a job making $85,000. They went from barely making minimum wage to making $85,000 a year. That changed their family line. It created 
legacy. Mm-hmm. It was transformative in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And as we were building Bethel Tech, I had this this light bulb moment where, man, that's transformative. But what if you could cultivate and lead people to an encounter with Jesus. Like that's where full transformation takes place. So we have a heart to help communities at risk, underserved communities, um, get them a skill that is um, strategic for the future of work, but then also cultivate a relationship with Christ so that if we build enough people in a community, we can transform a community. And if we transform enough communities, we can change the world. Love it. Yeah. yeah. So what would the vision look like then? If you, if you say Bethel Tech, you know, 10 years from now, what do, you, what do you picture it to be? It goes back to I, I want to transform community, and mm-hmm. I want I want people to know what they were designed to do, and it all comes back in knowing why they were created, um, who they are in Christ, which is a big tenet of our program identity. In fact, our curriculum, we have a program from our founder, Chris Vallotton. Um, it's all built off his book, Supernatural Ways of Royalty. It's all about identity. Um, and then I want what they've received, I want them to give. And I think that that's where we can use technology platform. To your point earlier, like, hey, yeah, perhaps um, the church building is seeing declining numbers, but we're seeing an increase in faith community, right. and we're seeing it through you know, virtual platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, how can we take this in? How can we use what has impacted us and go and help other people? Bottom yeah. line is, hey, if you love me, feed me feed my sheep. Mm. And so that's what we want to do. And we want to do that um, on a mass level. And we have, we're doing that on a global level. We have students in China, we have students in Saudi Arabia, we have students all over the country. I mean, we are an online program. So Mm. uh, it's really cool to see the impact. And I think one of the, I don't know if it was a concern, but hey, can you actually create this type of engagement and transformation through a computer screen? Uh, And a lot of the the curriculum that we build on our spiritual side was based off of our School of Supernatural Ministry that's been around for 20 years at Bethel. And we are excited to say that we are seeing transformation. God is not confined to the limits mm-hmm. of a computer screen. That's right. Yeah. So we're seeing healing. We're seeing restoration. We're seeing economic empowerment. We're seeing um, people go and land amazing jobs and just be become fully actualized. Right. And now they can take that to their community. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. So when, you, when you're seeing now out with technology, with positions, with places, not only in, in tech firms or in software companies, but also just within the church, what do you see as the biggest needs? Oh, man. I mean, well, you know, our flagship program is is, is software development. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Glassdoor, you look at LinkedIn, mm-hmm. you look at U.S. News and World Report, that's the number one job. Mm-hmm. But data science and data analytics is huge. Um, AI and machine learning. Um, even even programs like network administration where it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have it, – it, it's not as sexy, I guess, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it still is a huge need. So there are, there are tons of needs everywhere. And then we'll see in 15, 20 years now, uh, from now, uh, you know, jobs that didn't exist that will exist. I mean, think about 15 to 20 years ago. You didn't have an SEO analyst. You didn't – I mean, data scientist was not really a thing, and now it's it's a huge right. thing. So we're seeing that. But, but the bottom line is, though, is that, like, how do you – partner with Christ. And, um, and that's a big thing about our program too. We, we, we have a thing called uh, spiritual intelligence, SQ. You have IQ, you have EQ, and you have SQ. Mm. And how do you partner, um, with Christ to, um, have, 
practical solutions that are spirit-led um, for everyday situations. And I'll give you an example of that. We have a, a student that just got a job at IBM not too long ago. And once he graduated, he was going through uh, the um, hiring process. And we talk about, hey, what is God saying to you on everything? Like, like God is not some distant thing. Like he resides in your heart. Mm-hmm. And you have his spirit to help you in all things. And so as he was going through the the process of finding a job, he applied for IBM. And it's actually this the highly competitive paid apprenticeship that just, dude, it's amazing. Like you set your own ticket when you go through this. And he was one of the last applicants. Um, and uh, he got a technical interview. And it was on a Monday. The Friday before, as he was prepping for it, uh, God put it on his heart to focus on this particular ebook. So he goes and he's studying this ebook, and there were different um, algorithm concepts uh, that God highlighted for him. So he completely scrapped what he was going to prep for, and he just focused on these two concepts. He goes into the technical interview, and the hiring manager has him whiteboard two problems <laughs> that were specifically based on those two concepts. That's awesome. Blue them away and he got hired it was phenomenal but that's what it Mm. looks like to partner Mm -hmm. with the holy spirit we have we have so many examples of that um and you know sometimes it's hard to articulate but that's what god wants to do like he loves you he loves people Mm. and he wants to bring heaven to earth not earth to heaven right that's awesome that's very cool uh now you talk a little bit about uh, how you guys want to have a church without walls, and also you're you're in many ways a school without walls. What are some tips that you 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 could bring to the table just for the the general church world, whether they're in a business, whether they're actually running a church, a nonprofit organization? How how would you what what are some of the things you've learned that would you'd bring to the table to to teach or to educate on what you guys have experienced so far? Yeah, well, I think it all goes back to your why. So, um, and uh, I'm going to lift this from a church that I used to go to when I lived in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, and their whole their whole mantra was honor God, help people. Mm. So start with there, God, how can I, can I help your children? And he'll present that to you. The beauty of that is that we, he's gifted us with all these different talents. And so now you can use technology to multiply that. So, you know, when we think about standard, like how do I serve a church? Oftentimes we think about it like, oh, you know, I can be an usher or I can um, do altar ministry or I can do kids church, all phenomenal things. Mm -hmm. But the beauty of expanding the walls of the church is like, go and reach people. Don't wait for people to come to you. And you can do that through technology. So you could be a mentor. I mean, you could you you know you could be a senior architect at, at Facebook or Google and be like, hey, how do I empower the next generation? Like, go and be a mentor for people. You could set up a, just a, a prayer chat. You know, which is what a lot of churches, and I mentioned earlier, Facebook is working with a lot of influential churches. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is like, how do you create this community? Like set up a prayer chat, like, hey, how, how can I help you? And Mm -hmm. I I actually interviewed Cheryl Sandberg, who's the chief operating officer for Facebook not too long ago. And she was speaking this and, and uh, she was just saying like, hey, you have cancer. How do I help you? Like how, what do I need to do to be there for you? And the beauty of that is we can do that whether we're here in Seattle or in New York City mm-hmm. or we're in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. We can be there for people and 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 just come alongside them and support them to pray for them. So there's so many different ways. I think, honestly, it goes back to, God, what are you saying to me? Like, what talents have you given me? There's no restriction on that. There's not. Right. You don't have to be at a, at a church service on Sunday morning and, and doing that. You can do it anywhere at any time. Right. That's exciting to me. Yeah. And for the first time ever in the history of the world, instead of, you know, uh, us getting in a boat and trying to go somewhere 
you know, in another part of the world, even the radio, TV, yeah. broadcasting, really, really cool. Yeah. Now you can actually have that authentic engagement yeah. with an individual yeah, anywhere in the world. I love that. And I was actually just thinking about that too. So one of the things I've been thinking a lot about is holograms. Have you seen mm. this new hologram box? Like it's like the person is there. And no, so I have not. It's, we, we should, we should do this. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get, I want to get a Bethel tech hologram yeah. box, you know? And so actually if you like a few years ago at Coachella, Tupac, you know, Tupac's been dead for like 20 years. Yeah. They did a whole hologram concert with Tupac wow. there. And it was like, go, go YouTube it. It is like, dude was there like interacting with the crowd. It was amazing. Yeah. And I had this thought like, dude, what if we put, um, you know, my senior pastor, uh, yeah. Bill Johnson, right. uh, plop him in the middle of 75,000 Indonesians, right. you know? And it's like, it's, it's there. Like yeah. it's, there so we can start doing that we can be anywhere at any time uh representing the love of christ in an authentic right. manner like we can see transformation take place that's so cool yeah yeah i remember thinking a mentor of mine used to this was before we had the technology we have today we used to just say could you imagine what paul's cell phone bill would have looked like right <laughs> and it was like it's like yeah that's a good point like he was leveraging the roman roads and ships and going yeah. to the ends of the earth right as far as they could go about you know yeah. uh getting out there nowadays what are we doing as the church to authentically share the gospel and engage people that's a good example yeah. right hopefully that can become a future but yeah. can we do it well do we do it thoughtful do we actually care about the people you know it's not just about our brand yeah or, or us as a church or as a business but how are we caring about that authentic engagement we can have with that person yeah absolutely and then the other part of that is innovate mm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like i mean the the bible says i've been meditating on ephesians 3 20 mm. that he is able to do immeasurably more than we can mm. even imagine and then there's a comma according to the power that works within us mm -hmm. so we should be innovators because mm -hmm. if we have the the mind of christ right like there are things i believe that are in the realms of god's mysteries that are just mm -hmm. being just waiting to be pulled down. Yeah. And I would say that some of these influencers that we read about, know about it, like they're actually offer, operating in the gifts and the talents that yeah. God has given. And and all these things are tools, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if we think about Facebook as a tool, a tool takes on the function of its user. So you can use a tool like a hammer to build a house or you can hit right. somebody over the head with it. So what are we gonna do with that? So I think that we have an opportunity as a church um, to not only learn a skill, but then to partner with Christ and, and to bring heaven on earth. And I, I think that we have an opportunity to actually be the great innovators and do it that points to actually helping people and helping them understand yeah. who they were designed to be. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan, thanks so much for joining us. If people want to learn yeah, more man. about Bethel Tech, where should they go? Yeah, they can go to www.betheltech.net. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, and if they're interested in becoming a part of our program, the beauty of our program is that you can have little to no tech background, and we take you on a modular approach from starting from scratch and then build you as a full stack developer in nine months. Uh, and, uh, or if you just want to connect with us, yeah, go to our website, yeah. BethelTech.net. Very cool. Well, we're thankful for you and all that you're doing at Bethel Tech. We love partnering with Bethel. Uh, it's an exciting time. If, uh, if, you've, if you've got value in this, if you have friends you want to share this with, please do. We're co continually talking about the kingdom and technology. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to Equip and Engage, where we're sharing insights learned from thousands of conversations with leaders and pastors around the world. To follow along with these conversations, subscribe today or visit our website.